I just remember there was a moment in time in my life where Groupon was a big deal and you certainly signed up for it. So I actually reactivated my uh, account leading up to this recording and I was really blown away by all the offers. So like right off the bat, I I logged in and they offered me like $10 off a $20 local deal. Looks like they're moving away or I should say expanding from just like emails and printables. It was all about text message, right? Mm-hmm. So it was like, you give me your phone number and I will send you a bunch of coupon deals. I did not sign up for that stuff. <laughs> Welcome to the Rich and Regular podcast presented by Success, where we explore life at the intersection of money. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Julian. And today we're talking about coupons. Yes. Good old-fashioned... Good old-fashioned coupons. It's always good to revisit the basics. It is, it is. Every now and then we go way back and sort of like revisit things. And I always kind of enjoy those conversations because I think people have to keep in mind that we're relearning things too. As things change, we sort of revisit them and then we kind of share what we've uh, relearned or refreshed uh, with you all. We've done it with credit. We've done it with like emerging technologies like robo-advisors, which we're super passionate about. We did it most recently uh, with grocery shopping and we sort of documented our experience of revisiting discount grocery stores like Aldi. By the way, we're still huge team Aldi fans. But I think what triggered this one was the other week I found myself saving a coupon for this new Mexican restaurant. It's not really new. It's been there for a couple of years. But you know, when you've got your rhythm, you have no reason to go. And I saw it and I saw the coupon. I was like, you know what? Like, Maybe we will check it out. Just one of these days. For no other reason other than because I've got a giant sheet of coupons <laughs> uh, that's on our refrigerator. But um, yeah, it just kind of triggered us to think about it. And so today we figured we'd talk about the good old fashioned humble coupon because Tomorrow is Valentine's Day, and I read an article that 27% of couples are going into debt to buy gifts. So this is like the alternative, if you will, for the frugal lovers out there. Use a coupon. Yes. When you actually mentioned this topic, I was like, huh? Because I'm someone who is admittedly privileged in the sense that I kind of ignore coupons, or at least I thought I did before kind of doing the research for this show, because in my mind... Coupons are the equivalent of junk mail or, you know, the thing at the bottom of the long CVS receipt. It's the pile of papers that I throw away after I check the mail without Mm -hmm. looking at them. But as a child, I actually remember that my favorite part of Sundays was getting the paper, pulling out the comics and then pulling out the inserts for my favorite stores. Now, I haven't received a newspaper in over 10 years, but that memory is still very fresh. But After doing this episode, I realized that I actually do use coupons because I don't like to pay full price for anything. So it may look a little different. It may be in the form of a promo code or a cashback offer, but those are coupons, right? Just because we call it something different because it's not printed on actual paper doesn't mean that we can just rob it of its couponing heritage, if you know what I mean. That's a bit much. That's a bit much. But I, I do know what you mean. I also think that there's something about the feeling when you realize that you're overspending. Yes. Like I've had that that feeling. I think a lot of people most likely had that feeling over the last couple of years for sure. But I think, you know, for a while, you kind of take the ability to be wild and free as a badge of honor yes. or to pay like full price for something. I don't have to dig into my pocket. Yeah. Or any of that kind you of used stuff. to want to pay full price for things like, man, I can't wait to afford more expensive right things. to not need this. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, and I, I understand that psychology too. You want to be at a point where you can just, 
be a little bit more free and not have to think about it. But I do think it's just as important to do a check-in every now and then mm-hmm. with yourself and just kind of ask, like, am I getting, like, swindled over here? Right. Like, wh- why am I paying so much for this? And I think, again, that's part of what triggered uh, me wanting to really dive into the subject because I just feel like there's just so many opportunities that we're likely overlooking. And we did uncover quite a few in this episode. And so we wanted to sort of pull them together in a little bit of a collection of some of the best hacks I will say this is not like we're not going to be turning into like the extreme couponers that are out there. If you remember, they may still have those shows, but it was like a game show oh, for yeah, a they while. Still have them. I don't even know. But like it was a whole thing where people were like, this is what I got for 20 bucks. And mm-hmm. It was like a giant cart full of groceries and all kinds of stuff. We're not sort of recommending that people do any of that sort of stuff, but we are you know, taking a good, honest look at our spending and seeing what we can do uh, to help people save money. And if nothing else, it can help accelerate uh, an investing plan, a, building up an emergency fund or something like that. So that's the real rationale behind why we're revisiting this particular subject. So let's talk about what couponing looks like today. So first is credit card hacking. And I know when people hear credit card hacking, they typically think of the points, but you can actually use your credit card to find coupons. They definitely have them, especially if you're using the app. So we're not big point hackers because it can be a little all consuming, but we are big fans of no annual fee cashback cards. We've been with Amex for the last couple of years. And one of the things that they do that a lot of credit card companies do is load up a bunch of offers AKA coupons, right? This is another synonym, offers every single month. So for example, right now, if I look in the Amex app, I can see that I can save $100 at local restaurants. I can save 10% off at a local hardware store and save $50 at some hotel brands if I book during a specific time frame. These are all coupons. And what I love most about them is that I just need to click to accept the offer. And when I make the purchase, the coupon is actually applied on the back end, not at the actual point of purchase. So I have to use my Amex to actually get these offers, but I don't have to do anything other than that Mm -hmm. except accept it. Now, back in my corporate days, I used to work in partnership marketing. So I know all about how these deals are pulled together. And what they're really interested in here is being able to track our spending and our abilities to react to these offers. And the reason for this is because they want to be able to market to you in the future. So when you redeem something like this, you can almost guarantee that another deal, maybe even a more lucrative deal, is coming. It may not be exactly what you're looking for, but the point here is that this little flash dance, if you will. <laughs> you show them a little interest and then they'll show you a little something, something and back and forth you go. It's it's engagement with your with your credit card provider. I think you just have to keep in mind that you're playing against a casino here. They're the ones who make the rules, so they always win, which is going back to why we don't really play this game often for very long. It's fun while it lasts, but eventually you got to get up from that table and go go back to what you know and spending based on your values and not the ones that are just pushed in front of you in the offer section of your card app. Now, my best advice for anyone who's looking to dabble into this is either... One, find a card that has a big seasonal offer for spring or summer vacation. Or two, through your existing card, make sure to start tickling the offer section at least three months in advance. You want to give each of these back-end systems enough time 
to realize that you're serious and looking for offers in some specific areas. Also, if you're looking for a specific brand in terms of travel, go ahead and sign up for any of their loyalty programs and emails. They actually use that data from their systems to cross-reference what deals get sent to who. So if you're in all of their databases, there's a better chance that you'll actually get targeted because that information will be passed on to MasterCard or Visa or Amex or whoever it is. Yeah, it's a fun game if you're willing to play it. But to your point, like you got to know when to fold them. You got to know when to back away. And I think especially in situations where we're talking about travel and there may be a situation where uh, there's like disruption, which is what we've seen over the last year with airports and flight cancellations. Like the people with the big deal, especially if it's through like a third party, they're pretty much the people who get hit the hardest. The more loyal members, the people who book direct are more often than not going to be the people who are saved or protected or offered a higher degree of service. Okay, so let's get back on track. I want to talk a little bit more about another kind of oldie but goodie. Uh, and I really enjoyed kind of going back on this, but I went back and I visited Groupon, which by the way, is still 100% alive. I remember uh, there was a brief moment a couple of years ago where Tiffany Haddish, I think, mm-hmm. uh, was telling a story. I think it was like in, in promotion of Girls Trip or something. And she started telling her story. And I think for a while, she even became like a brand ambassador. Yeah, she had a Groupon. Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, she had a Super Bowl commercial. Like it was a whole thing. I was like, wow, Groupon's making a comeback. So <laughs> they never Will Smith really didn't know what it was. went anywhere. But like, you know, the, I just remember there was a moment in time in my life where Groupon was a big deal. And you certainly signed up for it. Um, so I actually reactivated my uh, account leading up to this recording and I was really blown away by all the offers. So like right off the bat, I I logged in and they offered me like $10 off a $20 local deal. Looks like they're moving away or I should say expanding from just like emails and printables. It was all about text message, right? Mm -hmm. So it was like, you give me a phone number and I will send you a bunch of coupon deals. I did not sign up for that (laughs) stuff. But I was like, yeah, I'm just trying to record this podcast and keep it moving. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. You can have my email address. Right. Right. But on the website, it was actually, I was really interested. So the very first thing that I saw was a 50% off offer from Sam's Club and a 30% offer at BJ's. So again, this is for the membership, not for the groceries. Correct. Yeah. Not for the groceries (laughs) or for the membership. Right. So it's like, yeah, if you want to join, but you've been hesitant, like, you know, you can go ahead and sign up right now for 50% off or 30% off at a BJ's. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting. I didn't expect it because I've only ever really used Groupon like back in the day for like experiences and like restaurants and that sort of thing. But again, I'm a foodie. So I went to the food and wine section to kind of see what was there. And it was all kinds of stuff. It was a little different from what I remember it. So it wasn't just a bunch of restaurants come here, try this. But it was tons of like savings opportunities through things like subscription services. So if you're into trying new wines or you know, a wine subscription service, you can basically get a Groupon to get a discount uh, on your membership, very similar to what we were just talking about with Sam's Club. So they had one, for example, it was like a $300 like It was like 15. It was like more than a case because a case typically has 12 bottles. This was like 15 bottles of wine for like $50. Or uh, if you were interested in like food delivery services, if you think about things like um, Home Chef Mm -hmm. or there was another one, which, you know, kind of makes sense as the beginning of the year. There was personal trainer food, Mm -hmm. which basically is like meal prep. And you want those kinds of things. They have subscriptions on there for like 50 to 70 percent off. Again, just to entice you to try it out. And if you like it, hopefully you decide to stick with it. Um, Of course, they had a bunch of other things um, that were 
more in line with what I remember, with like date nights and like fun friend experiences. There was like a barbecue and a brewery tasting for like 11 bucks. You know, if you wanted to do like axe throwing, which for some reason is a big thing. <laughs> it's a huge days. thing. I've heard it's a lot of fun. I don't really have upper body strength like that. So that's yeah, why I Yeah, you'll mess around to fall behind you. Yeah, <laughs> split you right in right the forehead. Right in between the crack. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. There was whiskey tastings. Like, you know, all the typical stuff yeah. that I was more accustomed to seeing with Groupon that this feels were on there. like a good time to interrupt you so I can call out that just because you are saving money by not paying full price doesn't mean that it's a good financial decision, y'all, right? We used the casino metaphor earlier, but the thrill of the deal is a very real thing and it causes sure. people to overspend and it's low-key another version of consumerism. Yeah. So be careful, protect yourself, be careful, and make a wish list, which we'll get to in just a few minutes. Yeah, the way I was thinking about it was was really in reflection to some of the conversations that we've been having around, all right, springtime's coming up, summer break is coming yes. up, what are we going to do with our son? You know, if we take a little, you know, instead of spending a week away, what can we do in our local neighborhood? And I was like, oh, wow, like this kind of makes sense to do that. Now, to your point, with respect to like subscription services, like they, they're designed to lure you in Absolutely. at a deep discount and then they hit you with the real price, which again is a new yeah, commitment. Yeah, the following month. Which does the opposite of what you originally exactly. intended. But if you end up saving money, more power to you. But I think it's, um, you know, to your point, use it wisely. Yeah. So to that point, we are in the middle of, or we're in the middle of like spring getaway planning and summer camps and those kinds of things. There are several names for these kinds of places, but our son loves a place called Sky Zone. It's like a trampoline park mm-hmm. where you just let the kids run wild. That was on there for like $15 off. Of course, there were things like bowling and like dance classes, cooking classes, escape rooms, all the things, the classic paint and sip. Like, I don't know anyone that pays full price for paint <laughs> and sip, right? Like, clearly you have a coupon or something like that. But they even had the College Football Hall of Fame, which uh, is here in Atlanta, and they had tickets there for $25 off. Mm-hmm. So again, I'm just, this is just a reminder, right? Like, bring back the Groupon for all the, yes. the family times, the date nights. Like, do not forget. Even the spring breaks, winter breaks, summer vacations. Like, when you hit the destination, regular weekends, do a dude. search. Absolutely, absolutely. So to that point, in terms of destinations, because this, in my mind, was always something that separated a Groupon competitor for a while, which was living social because they seem to be a little bit more destination focused. So like, again, a lot of our listeners, I'm sure they're like, oh, yeah, I remember living social because you know, Groupon was first. It felt like the Asian living yourself. social came in and it was like, all right, things are heating up. And uh, anyway, I went down the living social rabbit hole and I was like, all right, well, let me go to their website and see what they have. Let's see if there's a difference. And the very first thing that I saw was like, oh, it, like it looked exactly the same as Groupon site. So I was like, all right, well, let me log in. And I tried to use the use Facebook to log in. And it was like, app is dead. Like they were mm. not allowing us to do it. And that's when I was like, all right, like I'm not about to get hacked. I don't want to deal with this stuff. So I backed away and I did a quick little search, come to find out. And I think I knew this, but again, this is like, I'm going back in memory here. Groupon actually purchased Living Social uh, back in 2016. Oh, okay. So they were all kind of the same company, which makes sense or helped me 
better understand why the websites looked exactly the right. same. Because even some of the offers that I saw on the homepage, I was like, oh, well, that's exactly the same as what I just saw over on Groupon. But all of that to say, these sites still exist. Uh, Living Social, probably not so much. I, I, you know, I did a little bit more digging and saw that as early as 2017, Groupon had basically laid off a bunch of workers that were in the Living Social Washington, D.C. office. And so all that to say, Living Social's not here anymore. I don't believe they are. Groupon uh, but is Groupon the king of the castle. Is the king of whatever business model, however they <laughs> describe themselves. Deep discounts group for coupons. limited time only. Yeah. Group, group coupons. It's <laughs> it's still a thing, so don't forget about it. Yes. All right, moving on. So huge shout out to Brad over at the Choose Five podcast for putting me onto this website called Camel Camel Camel. <laughs> yes, Camel 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 is the name of the website, and the URL is Camel Camel Camel. Dot com yeah. Camel, like the animal with two humps, that kind of camel. And I'm not going to lie, when I was first trying to remember the name of the site, I typed in giraffe.com, <laughs> and it's a very weird website, so I would not recommend it. Do not it. Go. Don't go there. I mean, it's not that <laughs> Which, crazy. of course, everybody's going to go there now. So, well, I want to see what's on well, I know. It's not It's that not giraffes. It's not that. giraffes. <laughs> it's not giraffes. <laughs> anyway, Camel, Camel, Camel is what you would call a price tracker. So basically, its focus is to price track items on Amazon and notify you when the price drops. Isn't that mm. wonderful? So most people that shop on Amazon may have a wish list where they kind of hold and organize the things that they want to buy until they're ready to make the purchase. This is one of my tactics to stop me from impulse spending is that I have clearly not working. literal... <laughs> I have lists for every family member. I have lists for like home, hair, wardrobe. Just I have a ton of lists. There's no limit to the amount of lists that you can have on Amazon. But Amazon. Pray for me. (laughs) Amazon rarely notifies you when the price changes. If you have the app, they'll send through a push notification, but it's not consistent. And if you're like me and have disabled push notifications, you may not get it on time. So what they will continue to do, in addition to like slightly notifying you that a price has changed, they'll continue to promote the item and remind you that it's on your wish list and tell you that it's back in stock or they'll put it on the homepage or they'll give you, you know, similar items that are related to the one that you were looking for. None of which is designed to save you money. (laughs) It's just to get you to buy something else. If anything, it may be the opposite to say, listen, price is going up. Yes. You might want to lock it in. Yeah, they'll definitely they'll definitely do the uh, scarcity marketing. But Camel 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 will actually save you money. You just create your account, you connect it to your Amazon account and then identify the items that you want to track and you'll receive an alert whenever the price goes down so you can choose if you want to buy it or not. They also have a browser extension. So if you're on the Internet and checking out another site, you'll get a little ping in your browser and you can connect to buy it from there. It's 100% free to sign up, and the website is super streamlined. I will say there are a ton of ads on it, but if you can look past that or not, (laughs) then you'll be fine, and you can use it to save money. Now, there are also tons of actual coupon sites. A few of the better ones are Rakuten, which used to be Ebates. Oh, is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah, it's not Rakuten. I thought it was Rakuten. (laughs) It's spelled Rakuten, but it's pronounced Rakuten. They also have a cashback program to further incentivize you to shop through them. There's also Ibotta.com, I-B-O-T-T-A.com. Swagbucks.com, coupons.com, and savings.com. And fun fact... 
Amazon has their own coupon website called Amazon Coupons. You basically just digitally clip the coupon, add it to your cart, and whenever you're ready to purchase, it's applied at the checkout. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Very, very cool. Okay, um, let's talk a little bit more about couponing. One of the most overlooked ways of couponing, I think, uh, in my opinion at least, is through gift cards. So typically people will buy a gift card for someone instead of like cash. It's supposed to be like a more intimate gift or I don't know why this (laughs) weird social custom exists, but this is something that people do. What I think a lot of people overlook, though, is how much more they can buy through gift card promotions, which I do think is like one of the actual perks of a gift card versus just giving cash. They just don't come around nearly as often. For example, right around the holiday season, there are always discounts for gift cards, like spend $25, get $30 gift card or spend $75, get $100. That's literally free money. Uh, And that's even better than a coupon. So I think people should really look into bulk purchasing things that they know that they're going to use throughout the year this way. Now, the thing is, these are typically hard to come by, uh, but I'm willing to bet that you'll see a lot of this uh, type of marketing due to the threat of a downturn. Um, It's not exactly the same, but like Frontier Airlines, for example, just launched a new unlimited summer flight pass. Uh, So obviously this is an attempt to draw new consumers or new customers rather to fly Frontier. But for $399, you can fly an unlimited number of flights between May 2nd and September 30th, 2023. That's wild. Yeah, it's, it's. I've never heard of anything like this. But again, it's like a a pass. A pass is just a form of a coupon, in, in my opinion. But of course, there are like blackout dates and restrictions. Basically, you know, you can't like book it all in advance. But if you're flexible and I would recommend willing to carry on, like this is something that you could do. Similarly, with gift cards, you're basically prepaying for something and you're given an IOU. And basically, it's on YOU. See what I did there? Oh, Lord. You get an IOU, but it's on YOU, hashtag dad jokes, to redeem it for its full value. So I think we should be thinking about stuff like this and these promos uh, outside of the context of gifting. So if you're a local grocery store, for example, I did this one year and I I hadn't seen it since, but the next time I see it, I'm going to rack up. You go to your grocery store and if there's a promotion that they're having gift cards, well, if you go to that grocery store, just go ahead and prepay for the month. You're basically going to end up getting probably $100 or $200 worth of free groceries. So these are, I think, a form of, I think, couponing that uh, a lot of people should really be looking into. Now, here's the crazy part, because this led me down the gift card rabbit hole every year. Americans spend billions of dollars on gift cards. No surprise there. More than 70% of them are redeemed within six months. But after that, it completely falls off. So after one year, between 10 and 20% of this gift card money uh, goes unredeemed and 6% on average is just never used. So according to a hustle.com article in the past 10 years, more than $1 trillion of gift cards have been sold, which means that around $45 billion is pretty much just left unredeemed, like just sitting around there that we just gave to these corporations by prepaying for something and just never got around to actually redeeming it, which is why they continue. You think they're just lost? Like people just... No, they're not lost. It goes... Or is it like pennies, like $1.25 is left on the gift card and people are just like, nah, it's not worth it. It, I think it's a combination of of both for sure. And and I'm willing to bet that the vast majority of it is that mechanism where 
you know, let's say it's fifty dollars and you only spent forty eight dollars, but to your point, it's like two dollars and twenty five cents. Mm-hmm. You multiply that by millions mm-hmm. of people, and it's just sitting around, and people just say, "I got what I wanted," and just throw it away. I also be forgetting, like, yeah, because there's only two dollars <laughs> on it. Well, it just even just like muscle memory of like reaching into your wallet to pull out your card that you're paying with. And then be like, oh, man, I had a coupon. I had a, a gift card. I had a $5 because Target is good for that. They'll give you those $5 gift cards if you spend like $15 on beauty supplies. Mm-hmm. But luckily now I've learned to just put it in the app so that it's there. But yeah, that's that's wild. $45 billion. Yeah, just left. Like we just give it away. It's like a it's like a the opposite a of, a lo- of a lotto. To like, a for-profit company. Yeah, we just give it away. That's yeah. what we do. So. That's the bad news. The good news is <laughs> if you're that person who is holding on to like an unused gift card, you can redeem it at a discount, right? So let's say you have, uh, let's say you one of the people who just never spent it for whatever reason, you got $100 on a gift card and it's just sitting there and you never used it for whatever reason. You can go to eBay, you can go to Facebook Market, you could also just give it away. But there are websites where you can basically redeem that gift card. They will basically buy it for you for less than it's worth uh, and then give you uh, cash back. So you mm-hmm. can go to sites like cardcash.com, giftcash.com, raise.com, or another one, clipcard, uh, C L I P K A R D.com, to basically sell your gift card. I know it's super meta. Somebody gives you money, <laughs> you don't spend it, then you well, sell it. Use money to buy you they a gift card that you, you use to sell for less money than what they bought it for. Correct. Presumably. Correct. It's super <laughs> bunch of complicated. exchanging hands. But it's better than just like holding on to like if it were a hundred dollars sitting in your wallet, you would never like think yeah. to just not spend it. But if it's in the form of a gift card, it's sort of like weird and we're yeah. weird about that so this is why these websites exist and clearly there's a 45 billion dollar market for it so i think that's really what they're paying attention to this goes back to your argument at the top that you should just give people cash just give them cash <laughs> like it's not less intimate <laughs> no. you know like you could put a little recommendation yeah. next to it and say <laughs> consider spending this <laughs> here but you don't have to like redeem it in the form of a piece of plastic that yeah it's just anyway all right i want to go old school for a minute because i think older than groupon older than groupon okay i think people forgot about the origins of couponing so let's talk about the val pack (laughs) good old value pack that's the direct mail company you know the one was it always called val pack i don't know I don't think I it think was. it was if you're, if you're if you're older out there and you remember the first name, please. <laughs> I don't think it was always called Valpac. There was another one, or, or maybe it's just a different company. But yeah. yes, Valpac. Yes. Wow. So this is the direct mail company that sends you offers in your mail literally every single week, keeping the post office. It might be more than a week. it might be several times a week. It might be. On their website, they claim to reach 41 million households. So I'm sure wherever you are, you've seen a version of it a couple times a week when you open your mail, unless you're one of those smart people that have opted out of junk mail and coupons from your oh, mail Oh, I don't altogether. know that that works. But oh, you can't opt out of that? I've, I've tried. I, maybe. I'll, I'll do some research on that, but I, I hope so because I'd like to opt out. Okay. So for those who aren't familiar, ours is basically like an envelope of coupons and it's mm-hmm. typically local restaurants, home improvement services, roofers, security systems, anything that you can think of. And I'm bringing it up because while they are a direct mail company, they also have a website. So if you're ever in need of something that you know would typically have a coupon Mm. and you don't happen to have one, 
you really just need to go to the website and you can print one off, right? You can, you can screenshot it on your phone, whatever. So instead of sucking it up and paying full price, it's literally just a quick visit to their site. And then again, you can digitally clip or print out mm. a coupon. Okay. So I just went on, put in our zip code and a bunch of them popped up. I got to say, though, I didn't know how to feel about the one from a church. What? Yeah, we got a church coupon. <laughs> I saw one for precision auto care, junk removal, tree mo- removal. But when I saw the one from a local church in our area, I was <laughs> confused about what the discount was for. But come to find out they were just using Valpac to promote their church and get people to come. So like, you know, they were on some, I know you might be looking for an auto tune up, but your spirit also needs a tune up. Ah, so come on down. Yes. To the, come on to down the new to church. the precision church. Of... <laughs> wow. Yeah. So again, if you are a pastor, a member of the flock, I guess that's or smart. if you have a business, a side hustle that you're trying to get off the ground, something hyper local like cookie decorating or balloon making, like <laughs> d- don't underestimate the Val Pack. Balloon making? <laughs> you know, like the balloon arches. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was thinking about the China spy balloon. Oh, no, not that kind of balloon making. Okay. A couple of other savings opportunities uh, that I think are like right under people's noses. Again, we did a lot of research for this particular episode. Humble reminder, like do not sleep on AAA. Like it is not just for saving you when you are stranded on the side of the road because you have a flat tire or because your battery dies. You can also like use that service to get coupons at over 2,000 retailers nationwide. We went on their website today and sure enough, we could like save 50% on adidas.com or, you know, it's, it's, we're approaching tax season so you can get your taxes done. There was online password protection, you name it. There's probably some version of it or some company selling a good or a product that you can probably get a triple A discount on. And speaking of all these A's, like if we're not talking about triple A uh, or Aldi, there's A or Aldi, <laughs> AARP, AARP. I've, I completely am blanking on what it stands for. I don't remember. AARP, you know what something it is. Something American Association of Retired yeah, People. Yeah, yeah, retired, something like that. Yep, that's it. So AARP, yes, it is dedicated to helping people over 50, but you do not have to be 50 to join. Let me repeat. Yes, AARP exists to help people, retired people live better lives and do all kinds of fun stuff. But you can be 35 years old and have an AARP plan. So how much does it cost? A one-year membership is just $12, y'all, $12. <laughs> Three years is $43. In five years, you can save a whopping 21% and pay just $63 for a five-year membership. I can guarantee you that with your AARP, on one vacation, you will get that money back. Yeah. This is like Very simple back. Where it's it's like, like pre-check. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. Like when I did this, it, I reminded that we went down this rabbit hole before and we just didn't pull the trigger. I'm telling you right now, I was not paid to say this. I just went ahead and got my AARP membership. <laughs> and I cannot wait to get my car. I just downloaded the app. I don't know why I didn't do this before. I must have just forgotten about it. But like you can save all kinds of money from vacation to travel, all the things that we just mentioned uh, at AAA. But like there was a code for everything, like tickets, ticket master, like <laughs> car rental, like family movies, caregiving, hotels, movies, insurance, you name restaurants, like actual popular restaurants. Like yeah. it, it, I cannot believe everybody does not have a 
AARP card. So if you get one, when you get one, tag us on social media because I really want to see how influential we are. We got one. You should do it too. (laughs) That's what influencers say. (laughs) All right. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Let's do it. So my final thought is I feel like Coupon Clipper has joined the ranks of like cat lady in which an innocent hobby or activity becomes like this cautionary personality. <laughs> and I think that's wrong because like I said at the top of the episode, there is nothing uncool or wrong about saving money, period. Yeah. And so again, if you are feeling a little hesitant, my advice would be the same thing as my advice on last week's episode with the cell phones, where it's just like, Focus on a person in your family or an expense that you have and just throw your couponing enthusiasm towards that. Maybe you start with your car and you figure out how to bring down the maintenance charges or you have a kid and you decide I'm not buying any more clothes, shoes, uniforms, sporting equipment without using a coupon. Or you start with your family and Christmas gifts, where it's like all Christmas gifts going to be paid for with a coupon this year. Whatever it is, start with just like a concentrated area. And if you have success there, it's likely to spill over into other areas of your life. Yeah, my final thoughts are very similar. I, I, I would love to, like if I had the power to just declare the moment that we're in as an opportunity to like destigmatize and embrace couponing, I, I would. Because like the reality is like prices on everything are just completely out of control. And so I don't care if you call it cheap, call it frugal, call it me being a miser. The reality is everything is wildly expensive. We are not suggesting that you become the type of person person that walks around with a pouch full of clipped coupons and a system and maybe like a, a binder a, a, a binder <laughs> or like a safe or any of that stuff or an entire strategy like it, it we are not suggesting that but we also are very much saying that like paying more for something unnecessarily is not the flex you think it is like it's not so do yourself a favor uh i would say start with aarp like i'm so excited <laughs> i might do another episode about aarp we should uh, you know once i get my card i gotta get my card first it won't feel real <laughs> until i have my red aarp card oh, but uh, i declare this the era of modern couponing and get in Yes. Join us. Join us. At the Church of Coupons. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to another episode of the Rich and Regular podcast presented by Success. If you were looking for an episode that inspires you to leave us a five-star rating and review, discounts. Get it? Discounts? Oh. oh. <laughs> discounts. Okay. So go do that. <laughs> Go do that. We will see y'all next week. Thank you so much for listening. Mm